The word of God is given to us to feed on. We at Deliverance Assemblies of God Church located at Kotobabi behind Ebony Hotel in Accra use this channel to come your way with the unadulterated word of God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please turn with me, me with me to your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 21. We're going to read from verse 1 to 7. And when they drew near unto Jerusalem and were come to Bedfag or Bedfag unto the Mount of Olives. Then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied, and the coat with her, loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say oath unto you, you shall say, The Lord had need of them. And straightway, somebody say straightway. Somebody say immediately. He will send them. Verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, I king cometh unto thee meek and sitting Upon an ass and the coat, the fall of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded. As Jesus commanded, they went by the power of a command. It was not a suggestion. Senior Christ And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the coat and put on them their clothes. And they set him dear on. Amen. Amen. Holy Ghost, you are the author of this word. Give me deep insight into it. Let nothing escape my concentration and my thought. All that you desire for your people to hear today. And let Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So quickly turn with me to the book of Zechariah. Chapter 9, verse 9. I'll read. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a coat, the fowl of an ass. Amen. Amen. This prophecy in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, it took 553 years. Before it was fulfilled. 
for 553 years, no ever, none ever was yet heard of any kind of leader, any kind of religious person that came up in Israel that ever fulfilled this prophecy. Because the Bible has it to say that before the coming of Jesus, there were so many other people who came and said they were the power of God. And they were slaughtered and their disciples ran away. But none of them fulfilled this prophecy. John the Baptist showed up. The prophecy wasn't made for him. He was a powerful man of God. But this prophecy was not made for him. And so he could not fulfill it. And then came the Lord Jesus Christ. He was born and brought up like every other youth. For 30 years, he walked around like a youth. Until the 30th year, he became a man. According to the culture of Israel. Israel for a man in those days, days. as he became a man, for you, you had to be at the age of 30 before you are called a man. And so he came to town and went to be baptized. He never fulfilled the prophecy. Nobody knew that this prophecy was made for him. And this prophecy had been there for 520 years. Nobody knew until he grew up to the age of 30. Making it 550 years. Nobody knew until the third year of his ministry. As a matter of fact, three and a half years about to because then he shows up one day. For the past three and a half years, he's been preaching. He's been walking about barefooted. Or let's say he's been walking about with been walking about. He had no horse. He didn't ride any mule. As a matter of fact, he used to walk about three and a half miles on foot to Bethany every now and then to go eat in the house of Lazarus and the sisters. I am talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth who came as whole Man and whole God, 100%. In the process of his ministry, he walked into the temple several times. He saw them selling all sorts of things. He didn't see any ass, a coat, anything, any of those animals and, and, and hijacked them to ride on it because he knew who he was he didn't do any of those 
So he walked about and did miracles and went from place to place. His highest means of transportation then was Peter and John's boat. Because that one he had access to it. The first day he came to town, he went to the seaside. He was going to pick up men who walk with him. He managed to get the boat of Peter and his brother Andrew. So from that day, they joined him. And so whenever he was crossing the sea, that boat was available. Hallelujah. Amen. Until one day. Everybody say one day. Everyone here say one day. You see, when God makes a promise to somebody, when God gives you a prophecy, most of the time people want to think it will happen immediately. There are some words that can happen immediately. There are some that could happen the next day. There are some that could take some days, some months, some years. But wait for it. The vision is for appointed time. I didn't hear you say amen. Amen. The prophet Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, we said that. He said the vision is for appointed time. Wait for it. It is not easy to wait. I don't know who you are. I don't know how long you have been here. I don't know how long you have been waiting. You are not alone. This this story. Between a dog and an elephant. They all became pregnant at the same time. Within a few months, the dog have delivered. Elephant was still pregnant. After a little while, the dog was pregnant again. And had given birth. Elephant was still pregnant. It takes about two years for a pregnant oh, elephant to give birth. And each occasion, the dog will give birth to four, five, six. And one day he looked at the elephant. I began to laugh at her. So what are you carrying at hey, all? What kind of pregnancy is this? That you can't deliver. I, won't I have gone and come and gone and come and gone and come. You are still here. Elephant looked at the dog. I said, go ahead. My case is different from yours. He said, dog, do you know what? 
What I'm carrying is heavy. What I'm carrying is too big. To be delivered immediately. Go ahead. Somebody here, you are not in any competition with any man or woman. I didn't hear you say yes. We are not in any competition with any person. What we are carrying is too heavy. What I'm carrying is too big to be delivered quickly. I didn't hear somebody say amen. Amen. Do you know that the Abraham was not the oldest man to give birth. Please forgive me. I I didn't carry all my equipments. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham was not the oldest man to give birth. How many of you think it's true? We have been reading the Bible and we talk about Abraham's case, how old he was before he gave birth and stuff like that and then He's called the father of faith and then we think it is true. Let me give you a rundown of people who got children at a particular Adam, Adam it took him 130 years before he gave birth to Seth. It took set set and so 105 years before he gave birth to his first child. His first child was Enos. It took Enos 90 years before he gave birth to Kainan. It took Kainan 70 years before he gave birth to Mahalel. It took Mahalel 65 years before he gave birth to Tarid. It took Tarid 162 years before he gave birth to Enoch. It took Enoch 65 years before he gave birth to Methuselah. It took Methuselah 187 years before he gave birth to Lamech. It took Lamech 182 years before he gave birth to Noah. Do you know how many years it took Noah before he gave birth to the first child? Do you know? 500 years. Do you know why he has to give birth at the age of 500 years? Because he was carrying destiny. The whole world has 
Somebody have to take over to replenish the earth. The person can't just give birth to children. As a matter of fact, the children, those people we are giving, they were the ones that were corrupting the world. So for a new beginning for destiny to be preserved, God kept Noah from having children until he was five hundred years. I don't know what you are carrying. <laughs> that could be the reason why you are still pregnant. I don't know what you are pregnant of. That is why your friends have gone and come, gone and come, gone and come. You are yet not married. Your friends are gone into marriage and come. Marriage and come. You are still here. And nobody is even asking, how how are you? And you say, what at all is on my face? What at all am I carrying? A queer has gone and come. A queer will go and come. By the time she knows it, another man has come. Nobody have even asked me. Is it I'm not beautiful at all? Why is it a fear alone that they see that is beautiful? I can tell you this morning that what you are carrying is too heavy. The beauty is on your face. It is not meant for go and come. It is not meant for go and come. I say your time has come. I prophesy to you today. I'm here to tell you. I am not just preaching. I am prophesying. So I am not going to tell you your time will come. I am telling you today that your time has come. I didn't know you were in a hundred years prayer. God said, I should come and tell you. You heard it in the prophecy today. That he answered your prayers. I didn't hear somebody here say, Amen. Amen. What I'm carrying is too big. Dog, I don't care. Go and come. Go and come. My own will take full two years until my time comes. Until my time comes, I am not going to give birth prematurely. I am not going to. I am not going to vomit the child because you are going and coming. God has a word for somebody here who has been waiting for too long. Your time has come. Hallelujah. Amen. One beautiful thing about the timing of God when it comes to pass, when the time is up, I don't care where they go to hide it. Are you hearing me? Do you know from the day the prophecy about Jesus riding on the riding on the coat and the Yes. 
The first day the prophecy came from the mouth of Zechariah. 553 years ago, that was the day they went to tie the mule in a village. The devil must have planned it. <laughs> Let them tie it in the village. Let him be walking about in the city. Let's see how he'll find it. For 53 years. For 553 years. The mule, the donkey, was tied in a village by a certain man. And the devil thought he has hidden it from Jesus Christ. The devil thought he had hidden it from God. It is because the hour has not come. When the hour came, when the hour came, the master has called his boys. He said, Do you see that village? Do you think Jesus has not been passing in front of that village before? All the while he was walking up and down. He will walk to Bethany. He walk to Jerusalem. He walk everywhere. Doing good. Healing all that were sick. Opening the eyes of the blind. Setting a liberty to those who are bound. The donkey was still tied somewhere. He did and did and did and did miracles. As he was doing all these things, his popularity was arising. His popularity was arising. Waiting for his day of celebration. The riding on a donkey and the coat to Jerusalem were designed to celebrate him. Before he was ever if entered into this age, God has so designed it. That was why they couldn't kill him. That's why the, the, the Pharisees, the Jews, he will talk and talk and talk. He will convict them in their conscience. They will gather around him about to throw him out of the cliff. He will walk Pass them. That will be a joke. I am saying this to somebody here. Whose time has come. All this while. They have been trying to kill you. They have been trying to eliminate you. They have been trying to do you in. They have tried to destroy your image. They have done everything they can do. To make sure you do not fulfill your destiny. Why they have not succeeded is because they don't have the power. It is not in their hands to destroy you. It is not in their hands to destroy like the grace of God upon you. It's not in their hands to destroy the mantle of God upon your life. They have not succeeded because they just cannot. 
somebody shout hallelujah. I said they cannot. You see, they tried it on Jesus Christ. They did everything they could. They couldn't succeed. The Bible said because his time was not come. He tried, they tried and tried. His life was in him. He had the capacity to do whatsoever he desired to do with his life. He said, I am the one who has the power to lay down my life and take it back. You cannot kill me. There is somebody here who is above human destruction. Man of God, I am one of them. I know you are one of them. No man can kill me. Death cannot kill me. Nothing can destroy me. Every day I leave this planet, my boss is calling me home. Any day you leave the planet, the Lord, your God, you are an ambassador. Ambassador doesn't just go home. Ambassador cannot be killed. In the country where he's working, nothing can stop you and I. The day your work is done, as an ambassador, you will be recalled home. Somebody shout, yes! Hallelujah. Amen. I said your life is hid in Christ. And Christ in God. Nobody can take your life. You are too special to be destroyed. We are too important for anybody or anything. Anything created by God doesn't have the power to destroy you or us. Because we are here for a purpose. I said the dream will be fulfilled. Do you know how long it took for Joseph to fulfill his dreams? 20 years. So it's like he had a dream at the age of 10. He began to tell his brothers about the dream. By the age of 17, they got too angry with him. And then his trial started. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said in Psalm 105, verse 19, that after God, the word of God have tried him. And then his time came. When his time came, the dream he had began to speak. When his time was come, his word began to speak. I am here to assure somebody that you will not bypass your destiny. Are you hearing me today? 
you will never walk past your destiny. Because the Bible said in Exodus, chapter 23, verse 20, that is not possible for you to bypass your destiny. It is not possible. He said, Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep you in the way. See, the, the duty of the Holy Ghost is to make sure you do not stray. You don't know how jealous God is about you. You don't know how determined God is. We're seeing you fulfill your destiny. That could be why, why that guy was proposing to you. You thought this was it. And the Holy Ghost knows that is not her, him. He made him do like this and leave. And you say, God, why? You don't know how that business you wanted to put your hand is was going to destroy you before you know it. It did like this and left you. You say, God, but I've been paying my tithe. But I've been giving offering. I am giving arms to people. What happened again? You don't know how long God has been walking over you, walking with you. Because he has sent his angel, the Holy Spirit, to go ahead of you. To make sure you don't stray from the way. One of the two things the Holy Ghost does for Christians is to keep us in the way. To make sure you don't walk away from the plans of God for your life. As long as there's somebody who is focused on the leading of the Holy Ghost, I have this good news for you. You will never have an opportunity missed. You didn't hear me. Opportunity can't be twins does not concern you. You don't walk by opportunity. You walk by the dictates and plans of the Most High God. And so he said, I have sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. There is a place God has prepared for you. You are not going to manage. You can't do management. Try this. Stop that. Trial and error. No, when you get there, when you get there, where God has prepared for you, you will stop. You won't bypass it. You won't stay behind and say, oh, I lost this opportunity. You lost nothing. Because that is a place God has prepared for you. That place is with you now. I can assure you that you are not far away from me. Because the hour has come. The moment has come. When the Lord will give you a direction. When the Lord will give you a definite direction. And then hear somebody say, Amen. 
The Lord is not going to allow you to be misled. When the hour came, he said to the disciples, go to that village in front of you. You will find the court. You will find the donkey tied by somebody. I don't care how much witches in your compound. I don't care how, much, how many wizards are in your family. I don't care who you think is doing you. They have tied it for a long time in your village. I am here to announce to you that the hour has come. Hallelujah. Amen. I said your hour has come. I said your hour has come. I said your hour has come. I said the Lord has visited you. I said it is now. I said it is this period. I didn't know you are praying for 100 days. God said I have come to bless you. I have come to lift up your head. I have come to open doors for you. I have come to fulfill my word, to fulfill my prophecy, to fulfill my word. I am that faithful. I am a very, very faithful God. Nothing can change my plans. Nothing can change my purposes. For the man who I love, for the woman who I have determined to bless, can you imagine when God was determined to lift bless Israel, as a matter of fact, to bless Mordecai, to bless the, 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 the niece, God caused the king to do all night. The Bible said for the whole night, the man couldn't sleep. He began to search, search the books of record. He was searching. He doesn't know why he was doing that until he got to that report about, the, the, about Mordecai saving his life. He said, hey, for all these years, a man helped me. A man saved me. Nothing has been done to him. Nothing has been done for him. All this while, if he was made the king, if he, the king had remembered him, they would have maybe given him a medal. Hello. Hi. If the king remembered him yesterday, they would have put a medal on his chest. A medal of honor. For saving the king's life. But the dead God made the king to remember. Somebody had planned to kill him. Somebody was willing to promote him. <laughs> Your enemies will promote you. God will cause your enemies who have been saying ill about you to say the best things about you. The thing that will lift you up and they wouldn't know who they are promoting. Ah, somebody shout amen. Amen. 
hour has come. I am here prophesying because I didn't just come to preach. I don't like preaching. I like to say what God wants me to tell my audience. I spent time praying and praying and praying. And God said, go tell them this. I said, the hour has come. Now be careful for one thing. That's the prayer you are going to pray. See, because your hour has come. All protocols are broken. Hello. Hi. All protocols have been thrown into the gutter. So when you go to collect that which belongs to you, when you go to untie that donkey, it is normal Yes, sir. For you to face some little challenge. The man who tied the donkey, he's not going to lie down and watch you collect the donkey and walk away. Hallelujah. Amen. He will certainly say something. He will rise up. I say, hey, who is there? Hey, who is that? Where do you want to take my donkey to? Because your time has come. They will challenge you. The devil should put us on little resistance. Don't mind them. You didn't hear me. I said, don't mind them. That is a chicken resistant. Do you know what I call chicken resistant? You have never seen before a man or an owner of a house trying to collect something. And the chicken had just had some chicks newly. Have you seen that before? You want to collect something, then the chicken will put up a resistance. When we were children, when the chicken do like that, when we became men, the chicken dare not try that. Even if he tried that, he say, hey, shut up. Hallelujah. Amen. I say it's a chicken. Turn to somebody next to you. Look into his eyes. Look into his eyes. Eyes. Say, don't mind the devil. The resistance he's putting up. The resistance he's putting up is just a chicken resistance. Look into his eyes. Say, your time has come. Say, your moment has come. And nobody can stop you. Bet yourself. You are the only one who can stop yourself. So, when the man said, who gave you the authority? The right to untie the donkey. Look into the eyes of the man and say, the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ. Say the Lord Jesus. He is the Lord. He is the boss. 
He is the boss of all bosses. He is the Adonai. The sovereign God. Every other loss can bow down. Every other loss will bow. At the mention of the name Jesus, every other loss will bow down. They will come down on their knees and they will say, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord. And they will say, take it. Oh, I didn't hear you say amen. Listen, you are going, you are not going to behave like my in-laws, the Kwapim. I said, can I take the donkey? No. You are not going to beg. Please, can I? Please, you are an idiot. You are not going to say that. You are going to go there untie the untie it. And if any person say, who are you? Where are you taking the donkey to? Look into the eyes of the person and say, the master. The master needs it. And Jesus said, if you say that, straight away, immediately, immediately, it's not tomorrow. So you are going to take authority now. Over anything that has been worrying you. Over anything that has been delaying your blessings. Over anything that has been holding you back. You are going to look into the eyes of that thing and say, in the name of Jesus Christ lose your hold. Lose your hand from my blessings, from my marriage, from my children, from my birth giving, from my business, from my husband, from my wife, from my health. You are going to demand the devil will put up a little resistance. Yes, sir. But tell him, tell it the Lord who is strong and mighty in battle. He's saying to you, ancient gates. He's saying to you, ancient gates. Lift up your heads. All ye gates. Be not lifted. You everlasting get. I said, come on from my way. They will ask you, who is that? That said, I should lift up my head. Said the Lord, God, mighty in battle, say so. No guest can slam against you any longer. Before the end of this year, Anything that defeated you before now, as you are concluding this prayer, they will fall on your feet. They will collapse at your feet. And you shall know that the Lord God Almighty, who is strong and mighty in battle, has remembered you. Thank you for listening to today's word. We believe that you have been impacted greatly. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to give your life to Christ, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you came to do for me. Your life for mine, my sin for your righteousness. 
I believe that you are the Son of God sent to die for me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your grace towards me. Amen. Beloved, if you have said this prayer, you are now a child of God. Welcome to God's heavenly family. You can send us an email on deliveranceagdh at gmail.com. We would be glad to assist you and help you grow in the Lord. Thank you. Till next time, keep living the glorious life in Christ.